This Monday Night Football Props and NFL Week 14 Recap Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. The sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. You know, Sean. They say you gotta forget about it. <laughs> Is that well? You are you are the expert. My team uh, got their ass kicked. See what I did there? Um, fuck yeah! Oh, hey, you want to see me throw something? All right, I'll fucking throw something, huh? You happy? All these fucking. Uh, Hey, see the sweet Eagles helmet? Not that sweet when everyone fucking fumbles, huh? Uh-oh. Sean's trying to break stuff. No, I almost broke the Oh, this piece of shit Vizio thing we got from Korea. There's nothing, You're holding on to that, Ryan? There's not much in here you could have hit on the other side, but you <laughs> nailed the target. God damn it. It be oh, okay. Hey, Jalen Hurts, don't fumble. All right, you didn't do that. You fumbled. AJ Brown, don't fumble. All right, you fumbled. Devonta Smith, don't fumble. All right, you fumbled. Does everyone on the team have to fucking fumble? And then we finally get a defensive touchdown. We don't get one offensive touchdown because we keep fucking fumbling. Get embarrassed against this dog shit Dallas Cowboys team. Not a fun night. Uh, Sunday night. It was good to see Jalen Carter once again. Crossing the finish line first. Jalen Carter played well, so Ryan, I get what you're you're trying to look back in the rearview mirror. Uh, no, but no, Jalen no, 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 Carter, Jalen Carter's car don't, don't have a rear view. Yeah, he does not look back in the rearview mirror when things happen. All right, All right. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, yeah, so Eagles got their ass kicked. I hope you're happy, Internet. Um, all my mentions. Oh, is this good? Is this good? Well, uh, uh, your team played bad. Oh, are you are you happy? Uh, no, I'm not happy. I mean, I, it, it is sweet hosting the sports gambling podcast, right? But these fucking dildos that come out of the woodwork oh. to go, oh, I these names I haven't seen all season. All of a sudden, you lose two games. Uh, and it's like, oh, I, I, actually, your team isn't good. Yeah, no shit. I watched the same game. I saw us get our ass kicked against the 49ers, and then we got our ass kicked against the Cowboys. I'm moving on to Seattle. That's my recap. Really? Well, what do you? What, well, I think what people would. I, I think people would actually be happy to see you miserable. Why is that? I I feel like there's probably people out there that. I'm happy like when my team wins. You've been I very confident, and you've uh, you've been yeah, spewing I, your I hot fire. A, I think they're a good team, or they were until this two game stretch. Now they'll have a chance to prove it on these last four games. That is, I'm very forward looking and progressive of you. I like also how you're wearing a basketball shirt. Yeah, I'm not gonna wear some 
dumbass Eagles shirt right now. I, I'm pissed off at the team. I gotta be honest. I was shocked to see all the jerseys still in the before we started. There were a couple hangers out. I thought maybe there was gonna be a real no, mess. That's your time. that's your move to clean out the jersey. I'm no, not I'm not oh, completely now you're projecting. I'm I'm, I'm not, representing the people <laughs> right now. I'm not completely out on the team, but after these back to back games, how can I be optimistic right now? Uh, they played horrible. The defense cannot get a stop to save their life. They literally, uh, everyone who tweeted me out the drive charts again. Thank you. I have. I wasn't aware they let up ten touchdowns in a row. Yeah, the defense. I, I the defensive line is still very good, but everything else behind it is a complete sieve. Um, you know, penalties, sloppiness. There are issues with the refs, but again, that's not the primary issue. The primary issue is they're just not playing good ball and. The the three drives they had in the opponent side of the territory and all three different skill players fumbled. Ultimately, to me, that comes down to coaching. So I'm not afraid to call out my coach, Nick Sirianni. You do you need to do a better job of preparing this team. Jalen Hurts needs to do a better job of leading this team, and the defense needs to not fucking suck. That is where I stand with the team. Do you think they need to be carrying footballs around the facility this week? Some uh Nick Fortune said where or some uh Alex said, where's the Rocky music? Yeah, well, Rocky. Oh, oh no. Don't uh, are you familiar the with the Rocky <laughs> franchise, you fucking idiot, Alex? Rocky There's lost like some seven fights. of them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Rocky lost some fights. Rocky didn't win every fight. If you remember Rocky won, he fucking lost. It's about spirit and it's about passion. And that is not coursing through the veins of the Eagles right now. When it is, I will fire up the music and I'll I'll champion the team. But I gotta see it from them right now. They're they they played like dog shit. They if, did. If we had a a light to represent our 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 li- our, our lines right now, they're they're lit up. People are all over space, uh, looking to I'll bring cereal on. I'll tell him to fuck off. Uh, before we do, uh, shout out to Little C's. When you're yelling at people who listen to your podcast, there's nothing better than some Little Caesars. Love Little Caesars as it's the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Part of your game day. Little Caesars probably the highlight of my. NFL Sunday and maybe NFL Thursday, Saturday NFL games. Uh, Little Caesars is great. Just a salty pretzel crust. The pretzel crust is the only thing that can cheer me up right now. Or maybe the Photoshop of Ryan as Little Caesar, aka Nero. Uh, love me some Little Caesars. Order it online during our Pizza Pizza pregame one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs plus all day Sunday. I mean, they inject cheese into pretzel crust. These people are true innovators, true geniuses, unlike the Eagles and the Eagles coaching staff. So get you some little Caesars delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup, grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. Little Caesars pizza, pizza. No, it's trying to cheer you up. Seem like you're down. No, I mean, why would I be up? My team lost. It was shitty. That's what happens. I'm a I'm a man of passion, Ryan. When the Eagles win, I'm very excited. When they lose, I'm very angry and pissed off. I would imagine most real fans share my passion. It sucks to lose. It it sucks ultimately to lose to the Cowboys. But I you know, if I'm trying to be Mr. Brightside here. It's regular season. We do have four games left. Uh the team is ten and three. You know, it we control our own destiny to win the NFC East. And yeah, the Cowboys and the 49ers have games that they could lose. So, uh, you know, the number one seed destiny is no longer in our hands completely, but I'm optimistic. We can finish strong. The team has to 
go back, find that heart of a champion and, and pull things together. Serial, uh, AKA a man with many other names. Uh, he's here. I'm sure he has some words for you. What's up guys. Happy Sunday. Serial. What's up Serial? Oh, phenomenal Sunday. Kramer uh, really brought me on early to twist that knife right in the Sean asked there. for it. He said, bring him on. He's ready. He's got his basketball shirt on. He's ready to talk about uh, the future. No, I mean, I uh, cereal. Have you, have you planned the parade route yet? <laughs> hey, Sean, how many times did your model have Philly off zero offensive touchdowns? That that's, a valid uh, you know, point. again, I'm, I'm reworking my model. Uh, but yes, I didn't, I did not think they would lose the game. I'm an optimistic fan that thought they would win the game. Uh, sharp point there, cereal. The new part, the new quarterback has a nice arm. Who's that? Oh, I'm, I'm making a joke because the punter had a nice downfield pass. No, the punt, the <laughs> fake punt was a nice play. One of the few highlights for the Eagles in the game. So, cereal, you guys are just gonna cruise to the number one seed. You, you already, you already have you got your uh, Super Bowl ring picked out? I assume. Listen, just because you want to boast about beating a third string quarterback doesn't mean we will. Mm. All right, we, oh, if wow. we get there, yeah, then we will. We will wear that ring proudly. Oh, I'm not going to jump that far, dog. Okay, let's focus on what just happened this week. I know you don't want to. If you don't want to, I mean, I can talk to Kramer. What's up, Kramer? You, you know, know it's a good feeling today. I yeah, Kramer's a Cowboys fan. Nine and nine. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, he has some. He has some good Cowboy takes this week. I was, uh, yeah, I was saddened by the lack of effort by the Eagles uh, as they laid down for the mighty Cowboys. Part of me was hoping it would got it got worse so I could screenshot the side by side of the Giants uh, score in Dallas and the <laughs> Eagles score in Dallas and for it to be similar. No, not I'm just quite leaning that into bad. the fact that uh, again this ha- they're peaking early, Sean. We just that's that's the angle. We just stick to that regular season. Team. All right. Listen, the over nine and a half season wins hit today too, which is a good feeling. And I got the split. I call the one one preseason. Call that one another win for me on that one, but <laughs> I mean, let's focus on the future, right? Because yeah, you guys gotta... got the easiest schedule. Kramer, all we need is one dog. Just win one of those games you got coming up. Well, I was gonna that's say that's gonna I, be a problem. I, well, I was gonna bring that up. I uh, maybe not. The, maybe hoping they got the Giants earlier when things weren't put together. I mean, you know, cereal. All joking aside, you got to go at Buffalo. In uh, in cold fran- weather, broken and then franchise. at Miami Dolphins, <laughs> and then you got the Lions at home, and the and the Commanders. What do you? What would you predict your schedule from here on out? I already predicted it. Dog was twelve and five. Ooh. Okay, so you think you're you're going to lose two two two, 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 two games two here? Four weeks. Okay, and then yeah, so not so that you, optimistic. So the Cowboys will be rooting for the Giants. That's an interesting twist. Didn't see that coming. Tommy yeah, DeVito, that, baby. Yeah, Tommy Cutlets, man, bring it but on. Can Come we? On. All right, it can, Serial, I do have, I do have a gripe. Um, this, the Dak Prescott cadence is very annoying. Or the here br- we go. <laughs> here we go. I mean, God, and then uh, Collinsworth jerk, keep jerking that, off. I guess it would be <laughs> Collinsworth just rock. Like, you know, you know, he's one of those guys that just he says, "Here we go," and then the team goes. Hey, yeah, you, you got a good offense. You got a good defense, Mike. You got a good team. This, this is this okay, year. You know who knows ball? Aaron Rodgers. Go check him out on Pat McAfee. Oh, well, what did he say? Something nice about Dak? Oh yeah. He definitely did. He was basically saying that he's like the best quarterback, which I agree. 
If you want to see a man in total control of an oh. offense, <laughs> look no further. Why is see, that? Why thing, is Dak never won more than one playoff game Here, in a season? Here's Zero. the thing, though. It, no, it, I think that's it, a fair question. Because Dak, we played the 49ers that okay. actually didn't have their third string quarterback in. Here's the fun part, Sean. If you surveyed a lot, like if you took a thousand Cowboys fans, and you said before the season, what are you guys most concerned about? Ninety-eight percent say Dak. Yeah, show me those people. Because if you remember, you asked me that question. I said I was about <laughs> an eight. And th- and then, uh yeah, I guess those people are probably on the edge of their seat. Cereal's not. So, yeah. I, I can't say anything. The Cowboys uh, ate Dable's ass for lunch, as Colby would say. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, Sean uh, talked a lot of shit, and uh, hmm. return serve was not not good tonight. Not for I the. I don't Eagles. remember talking a ton of shit, but oh. um, I mean, you pretty much said my, <laughs> my coach was so fat. He had a heart attack, and that's why he shouldn't be coaching today, dog. Come on. Well, uh, well uh, no, actually, we no, just—he is a very skinny, healthy individual. We were just know. wondering if the D, the DJ had a, a sense of humor, <laughs> suggesting that many men was representative of the weight of of uh, Mr. Yeah, McCarthy. and that was Ryan. Honestly, Ryan made the many men joke about Mike. That was a good joke. It was a good joke. You validated it by laughing. I don't want to steal your joke. <laughs> Thank you. Well, also, let's shout out Micah Parsons for doing another history breaker. We just got history makers on this defense right now. This is it's a lot of crazy. Cowboy. This is a lot of positive Cowboys talk. There's a lot of positive Cowboys he, talk. He overcame. Well he overcame a cold, Sean. He 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 came through. What kind of cereal are you going to send me, Sean? Mm. Yeah, well, what kind of, what kind of cereal do you want? I do I do owe you a uh, a prize. What's your favorite? We, it was what's your favorite you got, cereal. You got some Frosty Flakes there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm da- I'm, you know, the the you were supposed to send me a bottle of whiskey um yeah. to to if I won and then we never really we clarified the we, the prize Kramer if you said won. he was going to broker it. Yeah. Let's, so Kramer, I'll let I'll leave it up to you to decide what cereal prizes. Yeah, well, uh we'll we'll, we'll uh yeah, we'll sort that out this week. Sounds like a a task for the future. <laughs> Speaking of looking ahead. All right, well, cereal, appreciate um well, you know, you as a human, but yeah. not your team. He's a great and, fan. Um, yeah, great uh, fan of us. Great fan of us. Um, yeah. Well, at least of Kramer, I can respect someone who's oh, got multiple Super Bowls. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Uh, that's you. why you guys share your multiple <laughs> Super Bowl uh, trophies. Yep. yep. All right, Serial. Well, worst of luck. I hope. Um, I hope your team shits a bed, but I hope uh, good fortune to you in your personal life. <laughs> All right. Enjoy that wild card spot, buddy. Oh, oh, I love this. This is getting so spicy. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. All right, whatever. They they have more conference losses than us, so that ultimately will be the tiebreaker. Again, I'm getting ahead of ourselves because we have to. We're, we're focused on Seattle, but um, Sean, you. I mean, most people who most of these TMZ fans they don't know the tiebreaking scenarios. No, like but I do. mean, we get the memo. It comes <laughs> in on the fax machine, and we consume it with the newspaper, like proper gentlemen. It's an, it's annoying the Cowboys are good. That's the reality of the situation. Yeah, right but now. we I feel like We're we go through nightmare. this every season. No, this is the nightmare. I remember as a little kid and just being like, wow. They were good last the year. Cowboys sucked. Remember when they really sucked, like one in fifteen, and then my dad goes, uh, be careful. They're gonna pop their head up and be good eventually. And then they were good and it was a nightmare for, for years there. Well, I think so much so that people all over the country are Cowboys fans. They're in that 
um, Tony Romo era where they uh, very good regular season team, a lot of buzz about their quarterback being MVP and then just can't get it done in the playoffs. Both had comically low pain tolerances. Yeah, Dak's going to be a great announcer. He's going to be one of those guys predicting the plays, saving people from colon cancer. Colon uh, cancer is a serious issue. Shout out to Dak and all the great work he's doing. I mean, doing. yeah, he awesome. Awesome. He is the shit sherpa. Would you like to take another call? Sure. How do you want to process this? <laughs> I'm pro- I've processed it. I know you have not processed it yet. We need to pro- do more processing. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go in order of uh, people sitting here. So uh, yeah. we'll we'll bring Easy on because maybe you guys can uh, share. No, this some, guy can't talk shit. Share What's some up, more- Easy? Well, no, man, he, his team also had an embarrassing <laughs> loss in the division today. Yeah, Sean, we're in the same boat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys were three and a half point road favorites, but um, oh wow, you a slightly CLB di- guy slightly here? different. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, tough, uh, tough loss for your lions. Kramer and I were on the bears. What's I in, and, and again, Jared Took down the big boy with Justin Fields, DJ Moore. Let's go. Jared Goff. Yeah. The Island prices continue to creep back up much like Bitcoin. Everyone thought it was gone and now it, it keeps coming back. Are you, where are you at with this Lions team? Cause I, I heard Dan Campbell's press conference. He said, He's got to get angry once again. Seems like he was saying he was too easy on the team. Your name is Easy. Easy. What's your what's your take on this Lions team? So, I actually don't think a lot of it was Jared Goff's fault. I mean, did he have a good game? Not by any means, but the fumble wasn't his fault. The the center that's not our center fucked up the snap. Yeah. A lot of drop passes, a lot of penalties. We we not only get a give him a free play on a fourth down, but then we let the receiver go, you know, straight out fucking by himself. I mean, it was just a lot of dumb shit that, I mean, we beat ourselves today, which is typical lions. So I shouldn't be surprised, but I mean, our defense is looking, I mean, it's kind of the same boat as the Eagles right now. Honestly, our defense isn't looking good anymore and our offense is fucking up and making mistakes. Now you have an interesting schedule uh rest of the way. You got uh, Broncos at home, at Vikings, at Cowboys, Vikings at home. So all four dome games should be decent environments. H- how do you see uh, how do you see this Lions team finishing easy? Uh, I think we split. I think we go 2 and 2. I think we mm. beat the Broncos, we split with the Vikings and then well, I think we beat the Cowboys too to be honest. I think it's a good letdown spot. So I guess 3 and 1. All right. I like the idea of beating the Cowboys. I I have this Packers fan that keeps DMing me talking all this shit. Jamie saying uh, crumbling to pieces. He's well, he talks a ton of shit and then very funny. Like he's like, I'm predicting a run for the Packers. Like uh, he goes, I can taste it just like 20 and 11. And I pointed out 2011 was when you went 15 and one and lost in the first round. He goes "Uh, 2010. That's what I meant. But are you worried about this Packers team? They have a game against the uh, Giants. Everyone's uh, writing the Giants off for dead, but we've seen a bunch of bad teams kind of pop their head up here, like the Giants, and get some wins. What do you think about this Packers uh, Giants Monday night? And are you worried about the the Lions potentially losing the division? No, I think we we definitely win the division. The Packers, I think they'll grab the wild card. Uh, but I, I'm not worried about them. If anything, I'm more worried about the Vikings beating us twice and and them taking it. 
but with the way they played today, well, they Vikings, have a quarterback. Yeah, no Vikings have a real quarterback problem. Like there, do you got, I'm old enough to remember the Josh Dobbs MVP conversation, which was very short lived. <laughs> Uh, Pasternak uh, looking like the uh, challenger right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> uh, shout out to the great heroes who uh, <laughs> lost their life serving NASA. But uh, easy. I mean, I, I don't think you have to worry that much about the Vikings till they figure out their quarterback. I mean, Nick Mullins is he the guy? I, I think they have a lot of questions right now. Yeah, I think they stick with Nick Mullins just because I think he's more of what they want as a quarterback. But I'm just. I'm so confident that we're actually going to finally win the division that I'm saying the Packers don't worry me. If anything, it's the Vikings, but I'm not really worried about either one. Um, um, this conf. I mean, I will say that this is something that uh, the lions fans might have with Cowboys fans, strange uh, confidence. Yes. Little worrying. If I, I was, I'm- I haven't been able to be confident about a football team in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, well, I, easy. I I'm sure, I'm sure you saw the stat that uh, Detroit homicides are at an all time oh, no. low, lowest since 1960. <laughs> and that was like the last time the lions were this good. So I'm sure it's correlated. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe not necessarily correlated, but um, hopefully the homicides stay down there. Any, any touts uh, for your, for your bets outside of the lions? No, I got wrecked today. <laughs> Yeah. I actually did all right. I actually did all right game wise. Uh not amazing props wise, but uh game wise, I, I did all right. I mean Somehow the Chiefs I, and then the Eagles were the only like two flies in the ointment. But other than that, I, I kinda had a decent weekend, but uh crushing emotionally, uh ending it with the Eagles. Easy, any yeah. uh any uh Monday night picks you want to toss out before we let you go here? Not anything really worth talking about. I mean I think the Giants are going to win. No, no, no. Okay, all right. Everyone does. Um, this is terrifying. Look out, Ryan. Look out. All right. Thanks for calling in, Easy. I appreciate y'all. Let it ride, Ryan. Friendly reminder: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, I could use uh, someone to talk to right now, and uh, certainly the holiday season's super stressful. You got to worry about uh, your family, the gift giving. The, oh, this in-law doesn't get along with that in-law. It's um, you know, it's it's very easy to get caught up in that. And honestly, you know, a, a great gift is uh, you know giving the gift of uh, self-care. Yeah, treat yourself to a nice holiday gift here with BetterHelp. Um, if you're thinking about a therapy, better give BetterHelp a try. I, if you're dealing with a bunch of stress, you're fried, you're at your wit's end. Who can I talk to? Need to blow off some steam. I've certainly been there, and uh, therapy can certainly help. Especially, you know, uh, it's you know, it's sad, but especially if you lost someone in this past year, um, talking to someone really can make a big difference. Especially around the holidays, uh, that those first couple of holidays are super tough. So BetterHelp can really. It can be a real, um, you know, real lifesaver for folks, and it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do: fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Very easy, very simple. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/sgpn today to get ten percent off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R Help.com/sgpn. Do we still have more calls, Ryan? We do. Oh my God. 
You don't want to talk. All right, let's talk to I. I'm Nuagira David. Probably some random Cowboys fan crawling out of the woodwork here to give me grief. What's up, David? Or maybe it's Marcus at Marcus. Could also be a bot. Very interested to see if there's a voice. Brian's worried the AI is taking over our lives. Marcus, you're on the air. Sports Gambling Podcast. What's happening? Marcus. All right, Ryan. He's off the air. All right. Ryan's worried about AI stealing our voices. What do you mean? <laughs> it, it our voices have already been spo- uh Ah, uh, yeah. If AI wants to steal our voices, we have literally like 15 said uh, what? Almost 2000 podcast episodes. The AI has our voices if they want them. Yeah, but there it, I I'm also going to so At least it. sign up for Patreon, yeah. Yeah. I I'm sure they can figure that. Can we take down the <laughs> captcha on the old uh all right. Yeah, uh, if AI wants to sign up for Patreon, give him. Uh, our new friend David is here, but uh, he's not here. But in the meantime, would you like to talk to Mr. Dick Puncher? Oh, Dick Puncher, sure. Dick Puncher, man, we got punched in the dick. That Mike Evans touchdown pass—that was an amazing catch by Mike Evans. And then he just put his hand down before the second foot. I think they should have given it to him just because it was such an amazing catch. How are you feeling? How was your Sunday, Dick Puncher? Uh, yeah, I, I I took a few today. I took a few. It was uh, <laughs> it was a rough day. You you hey, that's how it goes with the dick punching. You give out some dick punches, you take some. You got balls of steel. What was your uh, what was your worst beat on the Sunday? I mean, honestly, the the, the Mike Evans thing was mm. uh, that was that was. Uh, I thought of beat. you when that happened because I go. <laughs> The dick puncher's got to be sore right now because that was brutal. Yeah, I mean, at least at least Tampa Bay did cover. I did have yes. Tampa Bay. I mean, they won outright, so that's good. Uh, but that that was really the only highlight of the day. I mean, in terms of like uh, you know, you talk about like throwing guys in a locker. I want to throw the entire Vegas offense mm. in the damn locker. Oh right, pregame, wow. I called in. I said, you know, Max Crosby, right? Max with the double <laughs> X at the end of his name is going to earn the triple X having his way with Dobbs. And he did <laughs> yeah. multiple sacks tackles for a loss, right? Held them to, I think it was like 10 for 23, like 40 something completion percent. And yet I stupidly thought, <laughs> you know, Aiden O'Connell and his, you know, merry band of fumblers could, you know, could <laughs> score literally any points at all. I, I like I, it easy. You're more afraid of the Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings, like they, they scored three points the last week. They lost to a team that didn't score a single touchdown. I'm like, what, what do you mean you're scared of the Vikings? Well, and, and Ryan and I, we were out in oh, Vegas. Like he got under a uh, dick puncher's skin <laughs> with that comment. I like a little, uh, <laughs> little uh, caller on caller crime. Always enjoy that. Now we were out there in Vegas Friday night you know, littered swamped with uh, Vikings fans. Oh. Hopefully those Vikings fans got two and a half, but I'm sure there's some Vikings fans that maybe got oh. it at, at three. And so then when the Vikings line up for that meaningless field goal, to end the game to cover the spread oh. and it's a stadium in Vegas full of Vikings <laughs> fans. And then instead they pull this bullshit punt which almost backfired because the guy caught it was like, kind of had some blockers. Uh, Annoying punt. I mean, we picked it at three. If you were betting the Vikings, hopefully you got that minus two and a half that was there late. But um, man, just uh, brutal, brutal, brutal. Assu- ugliest game, and I did not see that coming. I I had Devonte Adams and Justin Jefferson in the DFS Crushing. lineup because I thought like, all right, these teams are 
teams that have some holes defensively, like yeah, you know, Vikings will blitz. They might get to Aiden O'Connell, but then there might be some garbage stuff or or Devontae Adams will certainly get his, but it was ugly, ugly game. I mean, they were close to going zero zero in O T. Yeah, no, I definitely. And I, luckily I did I had the uh Raiders at plus three. So that okay, was so you you know, at least I, got the I at least got the, you know, it, it all canceled out, but like, I don't know. It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I also, I, I do want to, you know, express my condolences, Sean, I, you know, rough, rough, uh, game tonight. Obviously yes. Packers have seen some rough games. <laughs> I know <how> that is. <laughs> hey, sometimes your uh, team gets its ass kicked. It is what it is. Uh, any, uh, do you have any, I mean, your, your team plays tomorrow night, AK tonight, depending on when you listen to this. What do we do? You, do you got any prop bets you want to give out here for the Monday night game? So as of now, all I've got are Packers, and I've got Jordan Love over one and a half touchdown at plus one hundred, and I will be in attendance oh. at MetLife tomorrow night. You know, in a in a foam, you know, cheese top hat <laughs> with the jersey. Please, I don't have a Love one yet, so it's going to be a Rogers one. But you know, <laughs> please tweet in a photo of you. In the cheese head from uh, MetLife will, Stadium will, at Gambling Podcast. Will there be more Jets Aaron Rodgers jerseys in the house, or oh, that's Packers Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> that is, I'll, I'll, I'll give a report. Yes, please <laughs> check back in with us because I, yeah, I'll be, uh, you know, g- good luck. I get, and I actually no, worst of luck. I just looked at the playoff race. Giants are back in this, Sean. They're two back of the wild card, and they play the, some of the teams that they're essentially in the running with. Let's go. All right. Uh, thanks, Dick Puncher. Enjoy the game. And uh, yeah, tweet us Stay a Stay warm. All right. Will do. All right. Let, let it ride, ride man. guys. Let it ride. All right. Should we get to these games, Ryan? Uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can get to the games. I, I, all, I felt like I got punched in the dick today. Well, we'll get to that. I'm assuming you're talking about the, the Chiefs game. Just a macro comment. Uh, Cleveland Browns 21, Jags 17. This was a nice. Uh, break for us as gamblers who had the, I mean, we picked this on the, uh, on the, on the show, right? It was Wednesday night. Little did we know Trevor Lawrence would be playing. The line was uh, Browns minus three and a half. Uh, Doug P gets that. And the Jags get that late touchdown. They decide thankfully to go for two. Don't get it. And Joe Flacco has been announced a starter for the rest of the season. I mean, Browns played really well. And I, I thought I mean, there were very few moments where I thought Trevor Lawrence was dealing with a bad ankle. So oh, he looked good. Fortunate uh, to get the cover here and the win. I thought the Browns' defense overall played pretty well. I mean, I know they let up twenty-seven, but when they got up, they got up ten points. I was saying to Decker, we were watching the game, and I'm like, "Oh man, they're gonna this back door is gonna be open. They're gonna get the back door cover, and then they miraculously go for two. So shout out to Doug P. Not getting the two point conversion, helping out all these guys. Desha- who yeah, Cleveland. This, this ain't Deshaun Watson's Browns team. Flacco don't mess with, with no backdoor. No, not, he closed that shit. Now Flacco's interesting because he'll look really good uh, for like a decent period of time, and then there'll be like five or six throws where you're like, "My God, how is this guy a quarterback?" You but, know what it is with this team? He makes the open. He he can get it to the wide open guy. You can't say that about PJ Walker, DTR, or Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And he, he probably is making the correct. What we don't know is he probably is making more correct reads, which is why we're seeing these awesome, like wide the fuck open guys. Well, And he'll also try the deep shot. I feel like 
yeah. DTR and PJ Walker, not only weren't they able to connect like, and some of them work, some of them don't, but at least it gets the, the secondary, like the secondary has to be honest with the receivers and tight ends and Joku had a crazy game. I mean, you saw the play action, like they were playing the run so hard that when they ran play action, like in Joku and these other guys were wide open. Yeah. It was way, way too easy for them to, to get that. Uh, I mean, and now, <clears throat> I mean, going into the weekend, it's like, all right, Trevor Lawrence is banged up. They're proud that they have a chance of losing here. They're dogs. And okay, we're going to bet, bet on someone else in the division. But now they're sitting back kind of where they started. And I don't understand how Trevor Lawrence is okay unless someone's lying to us about the severity <laughs> of the injury. <laughs> he looked fine. He looked fine. Uh, Rams 31, uh, Ravens 37. Probably game of the night or game of the day, honestly. Uh, very good game, very back and forth. Like the Rams came out, played their ass off, were a live dog throughout the entire game, went into overtime 31 31. Uh, both teams uh, had a possession, didn't do anything, and then Rams punted. Ravens ended the game by taking it to the house, didn't cover the spread, but. I mean, I, I thought the Rams like played one, probably their best game still lost um, Ravens. I don't know, even know how to grade this Ravens game because in, in some ways this is every game Lamar looked really <laughs> kind of like, what are you doing there? Um, you know, some turnovers that were like, man, what, what's going on? Uh, but then, you know, hit some wide open, deep shots. It, Ravens were all over the place. I thought on both sides of the ball, like I, I like this Ravens team, I don't know how to grade them moving forward. Honestly, they're they're gonna win the one seed in the AFC. They, I mean, like they could. I said. Yeah, they could. They won this game. What do you mean they could? I mean, they play the Dolphins. Yeah, the Chiefs lost today. It, it's it's it comes down to the Dolphin. It, it's gonna come down to most likely the, the uh, you know sure. Let's include the Jags, I guess. But Ravens, Ravens, Chiefs, and, and Dolphins. That's the, I guess Browns. You can throw in there too. Ravens have an edge on all these. And like I said, they play the dolphins. So, and it's week 17, we, you know, correlation week for fantasy nerds. I think you just have to eat the fact that even when you watch them with your eyes, it does not look like they have the best defense in the league. And when you watch them with your eyes, they do not look like they have a dominant offense. Mm. And yet here we are at the end of another game where this is the first game all year. I believe where they had, they did not possess a 75% win probability in the fourth quarter. That's mind boggling. They should have a better record. They keep making these mistakes. They're still 10 and three in spite of it. It's it's a tough team to trust in the playoffs. It's a little bit Josh Allen and the bills, right? In a a different shade. But what I would say is that the numbers like their defense more than it seems they yeah, number should. one DVOA coming into this game. Well, and coming into this game, they dominated teams who ran a lot of eleven personnel, which the Rams do. And the Rams came out and just punched. Yeah, him and in the then mouth. of course uh, Hunter Long, who is a second string tight end, gets <laughs> carted off. And then meanwhile, their third string tight end, Davis Allen, oh. has the touchdown, bunch of receiving yards. So that was kind of Close annoying, miss. annoying prop wise, but. Uh, say lovey, Chicago Bears twenty eight, Detroit Lions thirteen. Ryan, I think. I forget if I said this, maybe this was like walking uh, back from our flight. And I was like, (laughs) you know, that Ragno injury for the lions, 
uh, you know, in my head, I was like, I wish I had, and I, I had some action on the bears. I wish I had more um, because I think that, you know, losing him on the offensive line, really big Justin Fields, again, a guy who like has some moments, ran the ball, put up some good fantasy numbers, but has a bunch of throws where you're still like, my God, man, what are you doing? And this bears defense has gotten good uh, ever since they traded for Montez sweat. Uh, yeah, jokes on everyone else. They're still gonna have a high pick with the Panthers, and they're just starting to play good ball. I I would say it it does. When I watch this team more and more, I'm actually starting to side with Justin Fields and the idea that the coaches are just there, there's something missing with the coaching creativeness. Yeah, because he's he's definitely able to do stuff, and I feel like if he was with the right coach, he would like. I have no doubt Justin Fields would work with Andy Reid. He would find a way to make that. <laughs> well, work. I do feel like you, a lot of quarterbacks would be better with Andy Reid. I think that's kind yeah, of like the outlier it's a, situation. It's a cheat code. I yeah, but I, I'm, it's I'm like with teasing you. a two and a half point. I, I'm with you. I there is a lot of stuff he does right and throws he makes. Uh, I, you know, watching it I, and Justin Decker, we were having similar thoughts of like he's too nonchalant in the pocket, like his. His urgency in the pocket, the timing is just off. It's because uh, think about it. You ever you ever watch someone who's a l- intoxicated walk into like a restaurant that has yeah. a menu up on a board and they kind of sit and stare at it slowly? <laughs> that's that's his processor. Yeah, he's not the fastest processor. So by telling him constantly not to run and just focus on processing, you've broken this man because now when they z- drop back and part the sea for him. He's sitting there like an idiot, staring down the field. All of that being said, yeah, good, good win, I guess. Nice win. For more, the- more of a bad loss for the Lions in my book. And Sean, if you were to, to, to if we talked about this game at halftime, we were like, we would have said, oh yeah, another one of those Bears started fast and then they just completely started. Well, that's the other thing. I, I was, I did keep waiting for the Bears to collapse. Uh, that was that was definitely in well, my yeah the difference just was the the they didn't they didn't give the ball away in a bad time they converted on their drives they scored touchdowns I mean to me that the whole game was summed up when the Bears not the f- smarter like efficient like awesome franchise that everyone loves this year they line up on a fourth down to try to get five yards and not only do they snap the ball. They get the guy to jump yeah. off sides, and Justin Fields takes the d- deep shot to DJ Moore for a touchdown. So I, I that's I, not something this happened that happens to the Bears team <laughs> no. seven weeks ago. No, and I, I know it's easy, you know, you clown on him not being good on the whiteboard, but that was like a high intelligence play. Uh, so I would actually go the other way. It's the opposite. I think the plan was to draw them off, and if he bit, take the deep shot, and if he doesn't bite, take the deep shot. So. It might have just been the first read. That's hmm. more likely the scenario to me. I, I like than Justin Fields having some super Peyton Manning moment. Saints twenty eight, Carolina Panthers six. My plan of just locking up whoever's playing the Panthers nope. comes through. Awesome plan. Um, and the Saints really did not look good. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, you're just watching him, and I just kept going like, why is this guy in this game? It is. It was. Um, it, it's. It's one of the uglier twenty-two point victories. But then on the other side, like anytime Carolina had something going, they always found a way to fuck it up. It was. It's insane how it, bad the Panthers are. So we know Jameis has done some things that may um, may rub people the wrong way. But has he kneeled for the flag or something? <laughs> Why is he not playing? I, I don't know. What, like what Carr looked banged up. Um, 
you know, and their defense played well, but again, it is it What's was the, the Panthers. You can't Car all right, so if the answer is like, well, Carr, he's real, he's it's just that nice floor. He brings a real conservative approach. We know we're gonna get he's he's making the bad plays. He's making the Jameis Winston plays. Just put Jameis out there. At least Jameis is gonna throw it down the he, field. He, he's he's making the Jameis Winston mistakes without the Jameis Winston, like <laughs> awesome, like wow. And he did hit one deep shot to AT Perry, who uh, you know, my DJ and parlay stuff was tied to him on some deep touchdown stuff, but unfortunately, uh, he overthrew him a little bit. Like AT, if he hits him in stride, AT Perry walks into the end zone. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, just uh, a Saints very, very ugly win, and and shame on us. Like when Taysom Hill was out, Ryan, make a note that we always got to play Jimmy Graham touchdown because <laughs> he becomes the next guy. How is that guy still catching touchdowns? I don't know, but. When he caught that touchdown, I was like, "God, why were we not on Jimmy Graham?" I know we're making fun of Derek Carr. They easily won the game, but how do you how do you rush this guy back from a concussion for that? It, it was it was bad. So uh, Bryce Young, we put him down. I mean, he's put never gonna down. he's not gonna be a good quarterback, right? It's tough because I th- feel can't like make any throw. Even guys who struggled their rookie year, um, there were at least moments where bright spots, right? Like even in garbage time, oh. like they're up. 22 points. You should be able to get a drive down the field going. It feels a little bit like Zach Wilson, where it very quickly was like, oh. We'll get to Zach Wilson because I thought he looked good today. Well, no, I think now, like with the mentorship and the, the and Aaron Rodgers there to help show him how to be a great quarterback, maybe he'll start learning how to be a great quarterback. We also need to make sure we look in our notebook and said, don't get fooled by Zach Wilson again. I didn't, but also. <laughs> I got. I guess I got fooled by C.J. Stroud. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks twenty nine, Atlanta Falcons twenty five. Great uh, win here for my Bucks. Uh, Baker oh Mayfield driving them down the length <laughs> of the field. That, that was an awesome win for for uh, Tampa Bay. It really was. I mean, ama- huge in the division. Yeah. Uh, uh, not crippling, but close to crippling for my Falcons over eight and a half future. I, I got a I got a plus three twenty five also for the division, so not a great result for that either. Not completely dead, but Sean, we're dealing with a situation where kind of think we're going to see an eight and nine team come out of this division, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's certainly. We had a God's Eye a TV seven and eight if you've ever been uh, in the house, but basically the two small TVs to the right were on the NFC South games today. And it was just calamity of error stacked with calamity of error. Uh, this whole division should be canceled. Can we and, start and, the argument right AJ, now? And AJ Terrell, who we thought, <laughs> this is why it's insane now. We always, uh, you know, since we did the show in 2011, we've been taping the show Wednesday night because the Wednesday night practice report gave you at least a pretty good sense injury wise, Ryan. And and feel free to hop in, but I feel like this year has been the craziest year for stuff that like, okay, he's in the concussion protocol. He didn't practice today. I'm uh, I'm not thinking he's going to practice. And you factor that in your handicap. I feel like I've gotten burned a million times. AJ Terrell was out there and played really well against Mike Evans. Mike Evans basically got shut out. He had one catch. Seemed like the first eight or nine weeks concussion protocol, hard stop. You're definitely missing at least a week. Something changed this year. 
and it just seemed like guys weren't coming. Maybe it was the Tua rule. There's some sort of Tua effect on but the concussion. For what? For like in ten weeks, and then well, they it took was it off. Whatever the the independent, the whatever the union of independent uh, neurologists that somehow are all contracted by the NFL. However, they uh, come up with their rules. Uh, that seemed to have changed, and it seemed to be more difficult to get through the protocol. AKA, no one had gotten through the protocol in the same week. I believe up until a couple weeks ago, and now all of a sudden we're getting these expedited, these it's expedited, like the expedited protocol uh, reviews, and it makes me wonder, Sean. We we all know we're all, we all understand a little bit of physics, and we understand that a tire pressure in a hot tire is going to be higher than a that same tire would be at a colder temperature. <laughs> Could it be because we're later in the season? They've lowered the threshold for the concussion protocol. I, they, I, something's changed. Hundred percent, something's changed, and you just—I I think we're just going to have to expect in games that are where p- teams are in the playoff hunt, which is basically everyone because there's seven playoff teams in each conference. You're going to see expedited activity because the NFL is realizing time to put the good people <laughs> on the field. Yeah, we need all the help we can get. All right, next up, we got the uh, well, Ryan. Who who are we blaming? Are you out on Desmond Ritter at least? No, no. I, uh, he had a couple mistakes. I'd say. <laughs> I'd say he probably should have had two or three more interceptions. No, that that's the, that's the other thing. He got lucky. There was a number of drop picks. But um, this team was moving the ball up and down the field. I I certainly am not out on the Falcon. My I, look, I got these futures. I probably don't need to invest in the games anymore at this point because I have so much on the uh, win total at eight and a half. So I need him oh, to go. Yeah, great sweat. I'm on. I'm. Uh, it's not. It's not looking good. And I also have the division plus three twenty five. So I'll. I'll just be watching closely. Uh, I. I do think I. Uh, I took a, a, a embarrassingly small piece of the bucks. Uh, hmm. Just. Just because I didn't want to uh, watch you celebrate and not have any sort of a piece of that kitty. So. Yeah, basically fading the Saints and fading the Panthers was it was in the portfolio this year. So hopefully it comes. And Sean. What I do have, and I, I meant meant to, re- I have the exacta. So mm. Bucks Falcons exacta. I'll have to look up the price. Uh, so I have plenty of stuff to to root for at this point. It just it seems like I said this halfway through the game that I was back out on the Falcons, and then I was kind of then I was like oh, back in. There's some fun stuff there in the second. <laughs> It does seem like a better coach might be able to unlock whoa, the pieces better. Whoa, Ryan <laughs> Arthur Smith is amazing. I, I'm willing to, you know, if I if I can change and you can change, we can all change. I'm I'm wondering if maybe you don't want a coach that's uh, in the mustache lifestyle. Hey, have you signed up with Underdog Fantasy? If not, what are you waiting for? 100% deposit match up to $100. They got their uh, playoff best ball. You can start drafting already. Uh, which is very fun because we don't know who's going to be in the playoffs. There's like a, there's a lot of strategy around uh, drafting like teams that are on the edge. How how hard do you go on those? Ryan, we got to do an episode dedicated to that because um, it's very fun. And then of course the pick them NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, uh, bowl game, college football. Are you kidding me? Love the higher lower of fantasy pick them over at Underdog Fantasy. And of course use that promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Yeah, maybe that's how we help wash the stink off. We do a bonus episode uh, Monday at some point, maybe Tuesday. Bang out a draft. Uh, by the way, do you want an update on me in uh, Best Ball Mania? Um, 
Sure. We can save it. Okay, we'll save it. We'll save it. Bengals 34. It's not bad. Colts 14. Jake Browning and my boys. Tanner Hudson got the touchdown, didn't get the receiving <laughs> yards. That was annoying. Um, but uh yeah, this Bengals team looks good, man. They could be a little frisky in the uh I don't know, maybe in the playoffs, depending on who they match no. up against. Baker Mayfield or sorry, Gardner Minshew finally hit his wall there. Any thoughts on this game, Ryan? Uh Everyone lost in the division for the South. The Titans haven't played yet. I, not much. No, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what to think about this. This fucking Colts team. That the, they went. I, I have no handle on this the team. I Bengals really don't have not been playing great defense. No. So, sure, their offense. They they have some weapons. They're able to scheme up a nice a nice game. Maybe we should have thought about that. They were. Uh, no, I thought I was on the Bengals. Uh, Fair. So you, we just to be clear, we as collective Colts pickers. Sure, sure. Bengals are the team that if they make the playoffs, it's going to be a problem. I that's what I was just saying. Yeah. No, no, no. Like they're they're gonna oh they're gonna get be, destroyed. They're gonna do yeah right. Like that that's the random wild. Well, card. I think at home they're they're kind of an interesting animal. That's the thing. They're not going to be at home. Yeah. They so, have to be on the road. And right now they're fourth place in their division. Uh, Houston Texans six, New York Jets thirty. Ah, uh, well, that ends the uh, CJ Stroud MVP case. He he got knocked out of the game with a concussion, which normally you would think he's going to miss a game, but who knows at this point? Does he have the rookie of the year locked up? Yeah, one hundred percent. If he didn't play another game, he yeah. gets it right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless Bryce Young did something crazy, <laughs> that was a joke. That's why I was laughing. I know. Um, I was letting the audience know just in case. I Jets played good defense and just enough offense. I, 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 it's it's so annoying this Jets team because like why couldn't you do this against the Falcons, right? I guess because you didn't have Zach Wilson. This was a great fuck you moment for Robert Sala. Oh, you you want someone else, motherfuckers? You want someone? Why are you guys? Why are you still starting Zach Wilson? Because these other guys suck. And Zach Wilson played a pretty good game, man. Like some really good ball placement, some moments where he reads the field well. Got I mean, away with I, a couple bad ideas. Yeah, I, but Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, I would say, uh, I know people have written them off completely and say in their bus, maybe, maybe Zach Wilson more so than Justin Fields, but I still think there's some QB left in them. Like I, I still want to see a little bit more out of both those guys. Yeah, there is something to the idea that they are both in like pressure cooker situations being in Chicago and New York. It would be interesting to see what happens if one of them like oh, second chance uh follow, you know, maybe it's I don't give me a good uh, like San Diego or LA, the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. Like you you got l- less leverage. You're following Her, uh, you know, Decker would be buying your jersey, ball in. Oh man. It, it nothing would be your fault. No. And a lot of cougars out out in Southern California. Yeah, I don't. Know. I Jets are they are they still in the playoff mix? The this is a I, th- there's just a number of these teams where it, just like the Browns, like they're gonna they're gonna look a lot better at home, especially with a tiny bit of weather. Uh, and it, you know Houston lost everything in this game too, so Houston's just going to crater. Nico Collins will be out for a bit. Tank yeah. Dell's already out. Yeah, I mean the the skill guys around him have just fallen apart. Clearly, those receivers like were part of the reason this was working. Noah Brown not not working as a number one. 
Yeah, I think I you can almost cross Houston off. I I don't want to be too aggressive here, but it, well, and Jets I, are Jets are technically the 14th seed, so they would probably need to win out and get some help here at nine and eight. And you got teams like the Bills, Bengals, Broncos, Texans ahead of them. So the Jets, like their scenario to get in is is insane. Yeah, and here's the problem: they still play the Patriots, yeah. so Belichick's going to try really hard in that one. <laughs> they still have to go to Cleveland, which there's zero percent chance. Oh. That's that's the game we and they still have a game in Miami against the Dolphins, so they have three losable games. Uh, they're 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 on to the draft, but this was a nice win for Zach Wilson. Very proud of the. I feel felt good about that. Felt good that he looked good. Forty Niners twenty eight, Seattle twelve. Uh, you know, Drew Locke. When we picked this, Geno you know, Smith uh, groin was intact. They did cover the. Um, oh wait, what was the score? Let me double check that. Cause it I was think 28 they, to, to 16. Okay. Yeah. I, I wrote down 12, 28, 16. Cause I was like, they did cover the closing number, which was 13 and a half. Um, you know, Seattle kind of hung around Drew luck, made a couple of nice throws, a closing, closing number <laughs> guy now. No, no, no. Oh, I'm just okay. saying if you bet Seattle before kickoff, you, you got to win. If you bet it early on in the week, when you thought Gino was playing, you got a loss here. And we, when we broke this down on uh, Vison Friday night, it was very much like a three-point move. We kind of debated a little bit. You weren't so certain. I thought for sure it meant Gino wasn't going to play, it, and they kind of balked at a game time decision. It seemed like now I was optimistic he would still. Play. Well, now in hindsight, it seemed like they were they knew the whole time that it was going to be Drew Locke. Who? What's your take on Drew Locke? He's fine. I mean, again, you're going up against the 49ers defense in San Francisco. He made a couple of real nice throws. He had like one bad pick. Um, I thought it really was, it was just Seattle's defense couldn't slow down. San Francisco Debo had another massive game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't find like the re- they didn't lose this game because of Drew Lock, but he played a Drew Lock game, and since the Giants got a second. Second rounder from the Seahawks. They haven't won a game, so that's cool. You know, I got one eye. Vikings three, Raiders zero. Man, no takeaways here. This was an ugly, ugly game. I said nice things about Antonio Pierce, the coach. That's what this is about. He even got the troops around, yelled at them going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Raiders just don't have a lot of talent. Aiden O'Connell, rookie quarterback. I mean, what are you going to do? A lot of teams need a quarterback. Any chance we get Cam Newton out here? Joe Flacco looks I mean, good. I'll, I'll say a hard no. Who's who's the other guy coming off the couch? Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got to be. In. I mean, he's looking at these guys. He's like, "Fuck you." Philip Rivers was at that uh, Chargers game, <laughs> looking looking like he still had some uh, throws in him. Some of these guys got to be, be able to still throw the ball. Remember that plan that the 49ers, if they would have beaten the Eagles, they were going to sign Philip oh, Rivers. Oh, oh, Decker's oh. so excited. Uh, just thinking about Decker jerking <laughs> off to the idea of Philip Rivers playing in a Super Bowl for a different team. Ah, uh, just truly unbelievable. Speaking of the Chargers, Broncos roll twenty four seven. My God, they Sean. were in control of the game the entire time, and then you lose Justin Herbert. Um, it wasn't going to happen. And, uh, Broncos' offense was just good enough, but this Chargers team is I, I, how Brandon Saley has a job. I have no idea. I know, and it's only the only thing preventing us from just easy cashing our Raiders fourth place in the division uh, bet from the preseason. Ah, uh, this this is Broncos are in the 
fucking playoff, Sean. Yeah. Like this is insane. Russ is back. Are you back in on Russia? Yeah. Cortland Sutton, another touchdown. We've been, I mean, Cortland Sutton is better than Mike Evans at being Mike Evans. He scores a touchdown every week. It's crazy. Yeah. We got to get Dick puncher on the, on the Cortland Sutton, anytime touchdown. Hey, Denver is very good at beating certain kinds of teams, bad ones, well, bad middle teams, bad. Well, I, I don't know. Like I don't, I think if Denver goes up in class, but then also like who's they Who's beat the Bills and the Chiefs. This yeah, year. that's the other thing. Like, who, who is the top of the class in the AFC that the the Broncos have no chance? The Ravens, like randomly, like. But so Broncos, but Ravens, they the Broncos can't, have a shot. Yeah, but they would have a hard time with that run. Atta- so you're right. If, if you're if you're talking about the Broncos going into Baltimore, it's randomly, like probably the best matchup for the Ravens to get in the. But playoffs. I think also. Also, I think Broncos are seven point dogs. I think Lamar might turn the ball over a couple times, and I talk myself yeah. into a Broncos. Russ knows how to play the underdog role in the playoffs. They pass the Russ is something. We're going. pulling out old pictures of Russ from back in the early two thousand tens when he was sexy. Buffalo Bills twenty, Chiefs seventeen. Uh, Chiefs, and we'll see. The league office may give them a win because uh, apparently some of the refs were mean. It's unfair. Uh, to the <laughs> it's unfair. Oh, uh, I that. Uh, I was on the Chiefs. You were on the Chiefs. We had usually when I when we're when we're breaking the rules, the league and the refs give us a warning first. <laughs> what is this fucking kindergarten? It was so. In in some ways, one I, more, and you go into timeout, Tommy. This is funny because at, so this year they started calling offensive offsides a lot, and the reason they did was as a way to stop the tush push. They've called it on the Eagles a bunch. Um, they've called it like four or five times on the Eagles. They've only called it 12 times this season. You look at how many times they called it previously. Like last year was like one or two times. Patrick Mahomes said he's been in the league for what? Seven years. It's never been called against them. So uh, I, I agree with the idea that they have never called it and they just started calling it. I also think they shouldn't call it like a guy lining up a half inch here or there. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball doesn't impact the play, and you should just give him a warning or whatever, like the or the you know the tackle lining up a half inch deeper, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. To me, it's not a competitive advantage, especially a receiver lining up in the neutral zone. That being said, he was clearly offside, so you really can't bitch about it. Yeah, you know, like even in his. Oh, they, you know, they shouldn't, they don't really call that. You know what they don't normally call a lot? Uh, defensive pass interference, especially in big game spots. They don't call defensive holding a lot in big game spots. In fact, I remember a big game, AKA the Super Bowl, they didn't call defensive holding the entire game. Was there defensive holding before James Bradbury committed to that holding? Yeah, there was, certainly. Did they not call it? No, they didn't call it. Now, did they call it in this big spot that could have impacted the game? Yeah, they did. Did we suck it up and deal with it? Yes. Did Patrick Mahomes go in front of the press conference and say, "Hey, you know, in most spots that you normally don't call uh, defensive holding on James Bradbury," and that really changed the game? I don't recall that, right? It's a stupid penalty. Here's the problem. It's a stupid penalty, um, and they should it, like the other penalty that they shouldn't call as much is illegal man downfield. Like yeah, if the guy's like five yards downfield and like blocking a safety randomly, sure. But if he's like a yard down and it, or like so many times of guys like blocking a guy and like whiffs and then finds himself like three yards downfield, it's like what are we doing? No one, 
no fans like that being called. I, I understand why it's a penalty, but you have to have some common sense when calling this. And if I understand some of this stuff, it, it, like it, it was legis put in to legislate around like certain things that were being gimmicked back in the day. Maybe the the new offsides is just uh, was an attack on the tush push, and that's where the yeah. focus is coming from. But here's the problem with all of this, Chiefs fans, is that this was Kadarius Tony. I know not that's... not knowing where to line up. <laughs> and if you know, he's got to be the dumbest guy in the NFL, and that's Sean. Something. Did I not? Did I not predict all of this? Did I not predict? I people did not believe they they thought he was going to go to Kansas City. Even the start of the career, so so good, big big important part in the Super Bowl. And, and and no, he's an idiot. He can't pay attention. I'm gonna read you his snap per game. Sixteen. Remember, start the season and he fucking shit all over himself, cost him the game against the Lions. I've never seen a, a receiver cost a team two separate games. This is in sixteen. This is snaps. worse than Nelson Aguilar. In sixteen snaps, he's he's he fucked him out of a win there. <laughs> Nineteen snaps in week two. Then down to two snaps. They figured it. Seventeen snaps. 25 snaps. Uh oh, they're starting to trust him. 30 snaps. Bam. Little bit of a down trap. 13, 12, 7 injury. Comes back week 11, 22. Zero. And then uh, guess how many snaps he played in this game that he just cost them? It's got to be like 12. Oh, exactly 12. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. He's barely in. And he still figures out way to kill. Actually, that might have been last week. He might have played less snaps this week. I mean, <clears throat> I, I, you should uh, being a whiny baby like that is just you're just validating everyone that hates you. I I can already predict it, Sean. I don't think you're going to be in the office when it happens. I'll try to capture it with a camera. <laughs> Colby is going to be so fucking happy to talk about whiny ass Patrick Mahomes. So, and this is the like, other thing, like, dude, you're Patrick Mahomes. You've won. We thought multiple, his... you won multiple MVPs. You're you, you're considered. You know, like one of the greats already early on in your yes. career. For you to go and complain about the refs in a game where you guys left a lot of points on the board, you, you turned the ball over. You, you, I, I mean, instead of bitching about that Kadarius Tony offsides, be like, you know, be the leader and stand up and go, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. The the refs make some calls. We got to deal with it. But um, after that play, we still. We we had opportunities to get the first down. We didn't. That's on us. We got to be better. We're moving on to next week. If you want to bitch to your to your wife, to Taylor Swift, to dinner, um, you know, whatever, sure, vent. But as a leader, when you get up behind that microphone, you have to lead. Yeah, it's easy to make excuses and bitch and be a whiny baby. But come on, dude. Like you're supposed to be Patrick Mahomes. The idea is you're fucking awesome. You're you're paid the most in the NFL. Why? Because you're. You're the best player. It shouldn't have to come down to the refs in a three-point game at home, right? Like, I, I, you know, I somewhat agree with him on like, yeah, they shouldn't call it. They should let that go. But also, the bigger point is, don't go out there and whine like a baby. Well, I think part of the argument you don't want to sound like Bills fans, you know, like, oh, hey, the refs, uh, yeah, no one likes that. I think the macro of you know, like, Hey, the way that you uh, would lead through this type of change is you would highlight that we, we need to really take a look at the volume of penalties being called. We don't necessarily talk about any of the specifics. 
Yeah. So maybe you get a tiny bit of like, oh, you're complaining, but really you're calling out in national television, like, hey, there's this real problem here. Now, you 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 totally can feel like you got screwed here, just like yeah. Florida State. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you also chose to employ Kadarius Tony. And <laughs> well, Sean, but also you you got you have four games left. You have to worry about that. Like the the league's not gonna go back and fix that game, right? I, I know, but like the guy was traded from the Giants because he couldn't. He didn't know where to get line. <laughs> no, up. he's dumb. You're playing with fire. He did. You thought, hey, we don't need to pay Tyreek Hill. We can find these random athletic guys and plug them in, and it'll be the same. We also felt bad for Mahomes because we thought his wife was crazy and his brother was this like attention whore. Little did we know. Mm. Little did we know that Mahomes had a little whiny bitch in him. This was this, this was, was a bad look. I had never seen, and I had never seen uh, Andy. Andy Reid was on similar stuff. I had never seen that. Uh, Andy Reid. Also, I heard that he said that he thought Zay Flowers' touchdown celebration was cute. No way Lamar would have <laughs> gotten down with any of this bitching. <laughs> That's a joke uh, for a few. So Chiefs, Chiefs lose. Uh, Bills get the cover, and Bills, Bills are back. <laughs> They're not broken uh, anymore. I don't know. I mean, McDermott apologized about him using um, terrorist groups as a, a way to team build. Yeah, I mean, Bills took down the Chiefs like those great oh, heroes no. took down the Twin Towers, according to Sean McDermott in his uh, poorly titled, idiot. poorly titled teamwork speech, where he was using the 9/11 terrorists. They were all working together for one common goal. This is how you know football guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> this is how does you he know. not run that by anyone? This does he not run that by anyone? Football coaches are the dumbest people. Period. Whether it's Mike McCarthy walking into many men. Or Sean McDermott referencing terrorist groups as a uh, positive thing in a team building activity. It's just, they're all idiots. They are. Uh, Cowboys win 33-13. Feel like we've hit on this game enough. Uh, so what? Oh, all right. So uh, you're not even if you know closing the what's the I'm sure you have the schedule memorized now. Yep. So what's read it off to me? What's the Eagles just? What's the confidence level of the Eagles getting the division? Well, they got to win out. So, I mean, they'll be favorites in their four remaining games. Now, we'll see how they do. I I think maybe getting that extra day to prepare and rest uh before they go into Seattle. And Seattle's not an easy place to get a W. I mean, the Seattle team has their has serious flaws, but No, this is um, not the matchup you want right now. I don't know. I mean, they should. They'll they'll be favorites going in that game. Can they win that game? Certainly. Should they? Certainly. Will they? Yeah, that's yet to be determined. I mean, they lost back to back games. This is a great back bounce back uh, opportunity for them. You know, 49ers have lost three games in a row. There's, I, I don't think there's really one great team so far in the NFL. Like you could say, the 49ers are certainly playing great right now, and. You would probably give them the number one spot in your power rankings, but they've also had flawed moments throughout the season. So no one's really, um, so far this season, had a clean sheet in any way. Yeah, it's. I mean, and specifically in the NFC, it's. It really. It, I mean, it's. It's hard to say this. I know, Sean, but it's. As much as it is the Niners, the Cowboys are playing um, with a certain level of confidence. Also, that is. You know, maybe they just like what those sweet videos where you see a car like smash into a concrete wall at 300 miles well, an hour. And, and this it might is, turn into that, but right now, 
the team that's the team that should be favored to win the NFC. I, th- I think might have to be the Cowboys. See, I, I disagree with that because um, their path to get the number one seed is, is still kind of tough. M- maybe they just, they're, they're taking care and they of- got destroyed by the cow, the 49ers and their schedule, Ryan. I don't know. I don't think you're looking at their schedule. Like they have I'm, to, I'm not, I'm not saying one seed. I'm saying win the conference. Right. And I don't know if they can go into, I mean, so you would, you like their chances of going into San Francisco and beating the 49ers. I think with the, I think with the, how a lot of the other, all the other elite, all the, all the other top teams in the NFC have question marks around their defense. I think the Cowboys have the fewest question marks on the defensive side of the ball. And if you're projecting these games to be, you know, offensive shootouts, they can also do that kind of football right now. So, so they, they go, I mean, this is going to be a great test for them because they got at Cal uh, at bills at dolphins, two back-to-back road games against two teams in the AFC that well, one, you're playing a desperate bills team at home. That's going to be a tough spot. And then you you're playing a dolphins team, which is not easy at all as well. So yeah, if they go two and O in the, in those two games, yeah, I'll, I'll reassess where I'm at with the Cowboys. No, yeah, it sucks. Really sucks. I hope the just I can only hope for a Tony Romo fumbles the extra point level of no collapse. Dak would never blow it in a big game, right? Uh, maybe it won't be Dak. Who knows? Uh, someone pointed out we have a what a hundred and two live people oh, no. watching. Only twenty four thumbs up. Guys, come on. This is uh, this is embarrassing. I'm gonna retire my streaming license, Ryan. This oh, is bullshit. That's it. Are you gonna walk off camera? I'm gonna walk off camera before I do that. Shout out to Hall of Fame bets. Sign up with Hall of Fame bets and their revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have some value. Just go to hofbets.com, use the promo code SGPN, get 50% off your first bet. Again, putting together a parlay, you need Hall of Fame bets. Um and and also just good for single uh single player props as well. Hofbets.com or download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month Hall of Fame bets. Kramer, we got our uh, player props parlays. What do you like here for the Monday night slate? I'll let you start. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I would uh, bring some heat from both games just to create some some diversity. I'll start with the the down south game. I I, I feel like every time we're talking about the Dolphins or I'm looking at the Dolphins from the prop market, I, I try to get cute mm-hmm. and. Certainly, taking Tyreek Hill and some of the touchdown markets is absolutely bonkers. But what even is his, what is his anytime touchdown price? minus three sixty? <laughs> Just to score a touchdown—that's crazy. And everything his first touch or sorry his first touchdowns plus three sixty is anytime is like minus two hundred. It's like McCaffrey range. Yeah, his his yardage props are in the one hundred five, one hundred seven range. So I wanted to get in on it. The, uh, the Tennessee Titans are just dreadful defending these the deep everywhere in the field. So this is the tailor-made matchup. I I think I think the way I'm going to do it is just give me the longest reception. Hmm. I can already see it. He's just running down the field. He's throwing up his peace sign, and that's that. Bing bang boom, little sixty yarder. It's thirty and a half yards, which is a, a quite a quite big number. But I I couldn't pull the trigger on the over one hundred six and a half or whatever it is. So give me Tyree kill. 
over 30 and a half yards for his longest reception. I think he's going to go yard. That's also, I tried to build some same game parlays around his alt stuff. And you can't, you can't correlate enough stuff to get anything near even like a three to one chunk. It's ridiculous. Uh, for me, I'm going to go uh, Jaden Reed. I'm going to go what? to the uh, the Packers Giants game. Jaden Reed over 40 and a half receiving yards. Giants aren't great against the slot receiver. The slot. How's the slot? Christian Watson is out. I I think they. It's almost just like they have to throw the ball to someone. Jaden Reed, I think, is going to get a ton of volume. So Jaden Reed over 40 and a half receiving yards. Lock it up for me in the prop market. Good luck. Thank you. Not the way I would have attacked the Giants defense. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> How would you have attacked it, Ryan? <clears throat> well, I think if you look at the numbers, it's really you want to attack that n- number one guy. Uh, you've seen Deontay Banks get kind of tossed at the release a lot by elite guys, elite release guys. I don't really see that on the Packers. I see Christian Watson would have been a scary guy. Yeah. Not there. Yep. And so, yeah, Reed's interesting, but I I don't think they're gonna. I think whoever they're gonna have run the vertical stuff will be the problem. So, if it's Reed, it's Reed. But I don't know. I'm actually not like that's the. I guess what I'm saying is I've grown to be a little bit more confident in the Giants' defensive <laughs> You're backfield very confident. this week. I I don't know if I would attack. I would probably look to attack him on the ground, running back, rushing yards, something. But like who's that. running for them? I might look to play Jordan Love rushing yards. I think hmm. Wink's going to send a lot of shit at at Jordan Love. He's going to have some rushing lanes. Um, I think both teams in general are um, deficient stopping the run. I think there's a chance that both. I mean, Ashawn Robinson and Dexter Dexter Lawrence are both questionable. That's like half, two thirds of the the competent run defense in the middle of the de- defensive line. So I would definitely watch that. And on the other side. Green Bay is horrible stopping the run as well. Um, looking at adjusted line yards, looking at uh, rush DVOA, all bottom ten in the league. Barkley's rush prop is sixty nine and a half yards. He hasn't been getting the the getting it done. He hasn't been getting the workload, but they've also had the offensive line problems and everything else. One dimensional. Tommy DeVito now in his fourth start. Offensive line for the first time all season. Back to back. Games, same same set of guys out there playing the same positions. So, but big game from Barkley against a bad defense, sixty nine and a half rushing yards, over. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that makes sense. That's a low number for Barkley. I mean, he's he's down in the range of guys like uh, who who did we play uh, last week? That was uh, sixty sixty one and a half yards. I'm blanking on who it was. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll throw it out there. I'll pull it up. Tommy DeVito himself. Oh, what are you doing? I'm taking over 16 and a half rushing yards for Tommy DeVito. He hasn't run the uh, uh. past couple games that much, but this is different. This is Monday night football. He's got a food brand to promote. Uh, he's going to need some attention. You think he's distracted? No, no, no. But I think he's, he's a desperate man and desperate quarterbacks run. Uh, also Packers fifth in the league in rush yards allowed to the quarterback. I actually think this ends up being a decent spot for Tommy DeVito. Over sixteen and a half, he can get it on one run. So yeah, give me Devito rush yards. Oh uh, yeah, no, I don't hate the the angle. I think both teams are susceptible to the quarterback running a little bit. All right, let's talk about a quarterback, Jordan Love. 
Sean, why why is Jordan Love getting all this respect where they're dangling his interception prop at plus one ten? Hmm. You have you looked at his game log? Oh, he's been clean for a couple games. Against the Chargers? Really? Chargers not very good. At Detroit, this version of that defense has not been very good. And then the Chiefs. Okay, that's a good spot. I I don't know. I don't know about this plus one ten price. This is a very respect. I mean, this is this is paying high, high respect. Even Mr. Decker came into the office today, Sean. What do he say? I blink my eyes and uh, Jordan Love, 20, 22 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Well, there's still 10 interceptions, Sean. He's mm. still in the hunt for the interception lead this year. So plus, plus 110's wrong. You probably want to also do the same the trick where you same game it with the defensive touchdown for the Giants. To to get it extra juicy, but give me Jordan Love to throw a pick plus one ten. I I I, uh, I think the Giants defense is going to have a nice game. That's my prediction. That that's my macro prediction for Monday Night Football. Sean, Dolphins offense, Giants defense, hmm. best two units on Monday night. It's a bold prediction, Ryan. Thank you. It's a bold prediction. All right, that's three for me. Uh, so your, your, your bold prediction? You said uh, Dolphins have a great offense. I'm going to look towards. Man by the name of Devin Achan. Ooh. Maybe I'm biased because we have him on our fantasy team, but I'm going to take over 75 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Uh, Mostert looks like is Mostert playing? Mostert's playing. Okay, he's a little. Uh, he's he's banged up. He's been banged up. Um, if you look at the snap counts for la- from last week, granted there was a lot of uh, time there where they had a big lead. Achan out there uh, more than double the time. So. That's kind of the. It does seem like Achan's ready to take more of the workload. Yeah, and and you mentioned that big lead. If the Dolphins get up, they've shown that even with the big lead, they'll keep Achan out there. They're not going to play Mostert if they have any sort of lead, and uh, they don't mind playing Achan. Like even in a blowout, like even in that seventy point game, Achan was there like till the end. Even Whoa. against the Commanders last I week, wanted to get four touchdowns for each of them. Yeah, even in that Commanders game, he was in there uh, to the very end. And Jeffrey Simmons is out for the Titans. Like that is that is a guy you need in there to defend against a guy like Achan to clog the lineup. And they've been using Achan more and more in the passing game. So I'll take seventy five and a half. I think he could actually get loose here. Receiving yards, I think, is kind of interesting. Um, but rushing yards as well. So I like the combined here. Give me over 75 and a half for oh, Devin Achan. I'd probably play all of them. What do you mean? Oh, like over like, receiving, over rushing? Yeah, I'd wheel it, yeah. Because they, they they always they, they always make you pay a tax for combining them together. All right, nice work, Sean. Do you have any ladders? I do. I mean, I'm I'm gonna stick with it here. Uh, my ladder is Devin Achan receiving yards. It's hard to find any sort of like fun overs in that Miami game on the passing side um, where there's any sort of like reasonable value. But I think Achan could be the one where his ladder starts at 38 receiving yards. Um, very reasonable for Achan. What do you think that pays, Ryan? First rung of the ladder? Uh, minus 110. Ryan, you'd be incorrect. Mm. As that pays plus one ninety. Wow. Look at you. He's had two thirty uh yard receiving games, including last game. 
So him getting the 38, very reasonable. And that's why, that's why I like taking rookies or, or, or guys like this, because there's, there's a small sample size. So like yeah. Devin Achan, you know, he's played what um, we, uh, he I has w- six games. So we've never seen a 70 yard receiving game out of him, I but I've say, watched that guy and he <laughs> seems like a guy who has 70 receiving yards in him. You go to 48, you're at plus 390, 58 plus 710, 68 yards. That 70 yard receiving game for a receiver in, or a running back in this game Explosive is plus 1265. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's only ever popped as a, a, a rusher right now. So, like you said, turning uh, the, the stone over. Got to find that worm. Sean? Yes. I have a lot. I have numerous options for the ladder, so perhaps a little bit. Get out the stick. Perhaps a little bit of a choose your own adventure uh, for yourself. What do you got? All right. For uh, first up, if you uh, put the Jordan Love interception with the Giants anytime, what would you guess that price is, Sean? Jordan Love interception, Giants any defense anytime touchdown. <sighs> You just a guesstimate. You know, you don't have to be right. Uh, five to one. Five to one. That that would be incorrect. The hmm. Giants and a defensive uh, anytime price is is quite incorrect uh, in this. I, I you know I, earlier in the office I said to you there's a lot of incorrect <laughs> prices prices this week. A twenty two to one for that combination seems wrong. They're gonna catch that and update it. So, get, so that's get your ladder. No, that's not my life. Oh, okay. I was just I was closing the loop on something I said earlier. I know you're looking forward so hard you didn't uh, didn't hear it, but it, it's a nice way to juice up a interception an anytime interception mm. bet. You par you uh, parlay it up with the the defense to, to score the touchdown. All right, ladder. So I have three guys. Uh I one's a tight end, the other two are not. What do you think? You want okay. the tight end or you want the the more expensive this is the tight end Daniel Bellinger? It is. Okay. I don't want to take something that you're going to use. No, later. no, no. Go okay. for it. Well, the the Packers are pretty bad against the tight end. Yeah. Um. Th- there, there are not. I, I have another guy we're going to talk about later. They don't have uh, other tight end ladders available for the Giants, but Daniel Bellinger, 15 yards or more is minus 110. 25 is plus 140. 35 is plus 250. 45 is plus 550. Sean, 55 yards. 11 to one and 65 yards is 25 to one. This is a Packers team. Um, they're 26 DVOA against the tight end, which again, you look at some of these teams. The reason Sean was on Tanner Hudson today was, well, they're, they're just, uh, they're just dreadful against the tight end. So uh, I went that that's, that's the, the other angle is you can go against this Packers uh defense defending the deep shot. And you know, the obvious one is Jalen Hyatt, uh, 70 to one, Sean, or sorry, wow. se- 70 yards is eight to one. I'll just give you the top of that ladder. Cause that that's the only real way to play it. So, but yeah, the, the Bellinger ladder, I, th- I mean, this is a guy who he's going to be part of the offense. He's going to be out there uh, blocking. He's not had much of uh, any real target games. Three has been his max, but uh, in three of the last four, he's seen three targets, 38, 34 and 43 yards. So that would get us uh, two rungs up the earth, three rungs up the rat ladder. We're hitting a plus two fifty, and you just need another couple catches against this bad defense again. Yes, sir. 
big takeaways from this week. Packers defense bad. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you on the uh, I'm with you on the Bellinger stuff. In fact, uh, perfect transition to the first touchdown market. We'll start with Green Bay at the Giants. Cody Bellinger, twenty-five to one for the starting tight end. Daniel. Cody's the baseball oh, you're right. player. Um, Daniel Bellinger, twenty-five to one. I've had a couple cocktails. That's a good like angle. that. Tommy DeVito, twenty-five to one. Also a good angle. Come on, what they is just that? they what? just blast that Sopranos theme. Little QB sneak. And I'm gonna go back to our boy Josiah Deguara, um, because as you know, Sims is. I think Deguara is still ahead of Sims. Sims is twenty-five to one now. Sims hat stole Deguara's first touchdown last week, um, but he's twenty-five to one. There's no value there. Forty-five to one for Deguara, I think, is still interesting. Tucker Craft is like eleven to one. No value there. Um, Deguara, the tight end for the Packers. He, according to them, is still the second string tight end. But you look at the pricing of the market; they have Sims as the second price because he got the first touchdown last week. This could be where Deguara squeezes in, so I'll take Deguara forty-five to one. Kramer, all right, I, I'm gonna play. So the system spit out quarterbacks and defenses. Okay. So Jordan Love. Tommy DeVito, Jordan loves 21, Tommy DeVito, 25 to one Packers defense, 25 to one giants defense, 40 to one. And I mentioned earlier that um, I had a long list written down, but I mentioned earlier that Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton, like someone's going to be a vet. Like they're going to have opportunities to beat this defense deep. They've been taking the shots, whoever is on the end of them. It's been Hyatt mostly, but it could be Slayton. They're interesting. Both those guys are 20 to one. But like I said, defenses and quarterbacks is the system. But so the, then I scrolled to the very bottom and I said, "Oh, what is this? It's 2023. It's December. We're week 14. We rarely, rarely see any sort of international options when we're talking first touchdowns. And what do I see? Lawrence Cager, a man who plays. Darren Waller will not be back this week. He'll be back next week against the Saints. Lawrence Cager role, runs that role." The Packers are not good defending the tight ends. They're going to work some shit in for Cager. He's plus one one zero zero zero, Sean, in the first touchdown market. That's 110 to one. He's 25 to one in the anytime, Sean. Hmm. Again, this is a team that's bad against the tight end. Lawrence Cager is out there getting snaps. Uh, he knows where to get lined up, unlike Kadarius Tony. So yeah, I mean, I, I think you gotta. I think everyone has to play. He played twenty five percent of the snaps last week. Really? I think everyone has to play this this hundred ten to one, Sean. That's or maybe, crazy. Maybe you want to put uh, four dollars on a twenty five to one anytime. All right. Change your night. Anyway. Nice way to start out the evening. All right. So other uh, game. For me, Titans at the Dolphins. Tajay Spears first touchdown, thirty-five to one. With all the questions surrounding um, surrounding Derrick Henry, he's he's got some moments where he's been banged up. Tajay Spears, super athletic guy. Maybe he breaks one. I mean, thirty-five to one is pretty crazy for a guy who gets carries, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Kyle Phillips, of course, has some sort of connection with Will Levis. 
it's sixty to one, kind of bonkers. Like you said, like all the all the legit like dolphin that. side. Oh, it's um, disgusting. Yeah, there's nothing read, there that's interesting. Do you have it in front of you? You should. We should almost read off. So hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up. This pull is, it up. This is out of control. All right, Tyree Kill is plus three eighty now. Devin Achan plus five fifty. Mostert plus six fifty. Waddle plus seven hundred. Then it drops down to Durham Smythe at nineteen to one, and Sean Durham Smythe. And he you hasn't even had a touchdown. We're, we're all deep in the streets here. Julian Hill. If you ask an average person who watches every game on Sunday, they might not know who Julian Hill is. Plays tight end for the Dolphins. Yeah, he's, he's twenty to one. <laughs> That's Dolphins special team. I, I I skipped over Derrick Henry. The only. So basically, Derrick Henry plus eight fifty, and then D Hop twenty two to one. The Dolphin stuff is ridiculous. You can't play it. You have to if you're playing a dolphin to score first. You got to be single shot. Yeah, for me, it's just two at twenty two to one. Other than that, there's nothing else that's very so interesting. I do think the Titans are tremendously bad against the receivers, and I do think that Mike McDaniel will overthink this one. So I thought, all right, let me let me smash the two guys that are out there getting snaps and running routes when it matters. Give me River Craycraft. Give me Cedric Wilson. They, there's there's a chance that both of those guys would be in in uh, out there for like you know inside the forty type plays. The Titans give up deep plays to everyone, so maybe one of those guys randomly catches a deep pass. Craycraft is thirty to one. Cedric Wilson, I probably like a little bit better at thirty eight to one. And then we got D Hop. Uh, D Hop has a great matchup. I do think he's gonna win if if it is what's ran- his price twenty two to one. Yeah. And I think Chig again, Miami not good against the tight end. Chig, Chig at twenty eight to one is a great price. Uh, also playing that as well. I I like my Miami Tennessee card is very nice, <laughs> very nice. I expect a winner to come out of it. Uh, for me, hashtag Dejan's only parlay. Before we hashtag get out of here, only. Keep it simple. Daniel Bellinger two touchdowns, ninety yeah. to one. Yeah. They're yeah. not great against the tight end. Yeah. He's the starting tight end. Yeah. You should almost just put that with the Giants to win the game. Yeah. Uh, if it, yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, let's have some meatballs. Tommy DeVito goes for two fifty. Jalen Hyatt over seventy. It's twenty five to one. Simple. They're they they can beat this. Defense deep, and if you want to spice it up, you can juice it up to plus two fifty by adding in Darius Slayton to also get seventy yards. They're gonna have opportunities. I do think that one thing I love about this Tommy DeVito motherfucker—I don't like that he takes a sack one out of every four snaps. That's not good. One out of four dropbacks, he's getting sacked, but he throws the ball down the field. So fuck it. Take some deep shots. Let it fly. Let it fly, Ryan, and of course. Let it ride. Thank you, everyone. Tune in to the Sports Gambling Podcast. If you enjoyed my misery, toss me uh, and the podcast a five star review. Help cheer me up. I'm going to get shit for not making you feel more miserable. What do you mean? I was throwing things, I was ranting and raving. Mm -hmm. I I think people are going to be upset that you didn't feel more misery. Okay. People really feel like you've been super confident this year. And that maybe your use of we should be uh, to walk and go look in a mirror and take some responsibility for these losses. Yeah, we played a, a horrible <laughs> two games. We're I, still we're still ten and three, right? Again, not me. Some are saying, many are saying. Couple guys well, in my DMs. Any cowards that want to reach out, feel free. DMs are open as always. Oh boy. 
So uh, we'll be back. Uh, what are we doing tomorrow, Ryan? Uh, we're college bowls. Yeah, we'll do some bowls, okay. and then at some point we're gonna surprise people with a underdog playoff draft. Yes, let's go. Yes, sir. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean. Second Money Green. He's Ryan. Ugh, fucking Cowboys. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs> 